The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Abe Ken, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Tabloid, and if you don't listen, you're fired! Turnbuckle Tabloid! I am so over this shit. I'm telling you. I'm sitting here at 7 o'clock in the morning on my day off recording because I've been holding off due to this chest cold that I had for the past couple of days. And no, it's not COVID. I already checked it out. It's not COVID. Um, just a cold, just a chest cold. And I know exactly where I got it and how it happened. Going outside, waiting for my child at a butt stop, not wearing the appropriate clothes. And it was cool, fucking freezing that day. And I thought I was a big man and I can handle it. Next day, fucking got this chest cold. Um, and usually I don't get sick. I, I'm not the type that gets sick or is, um, bedridden and want to be, Waited on hand and foot and all this shit. And it's, it's a wave that usually occurs for me. It's, if I, if, if it's sickness, it's something light. I'll get the sniffles, sneeze, uh, quick cough, and then it's just gone. It takes about two or three days, if that. But this one has been hanging around for a little bit longer. Uh, and then, like I said, it's all congestion. It's, it's just chest congestion. It's fucking annoying. I've been taking uh, Mucinex. I've been taking uh, the NyQuil, which, by the way, fucking NyQuil, bro. Now I know how motherfuckers is on that lean shit. That shit is something special. Like, I think last night I fell asleep watching the All-Star game maybe around 8.30, 9 o'clock, some shit like that. And I didn't wake up until fucking 6.30 this morning. That shit is something special. I I gotta say, uh uh, now I get it. I get it. So the other day, I went to work after taking that shit, and I had to get up after four hours, and I was still buzzing. I thought I was like, I, I thought I had drank a six pack. I was like, fuck, this shit, this shit is the truth. But if you can hear it, I'm still a little um, a little bit hoarse. Although, you know, this is probably gonna be more my sexy voice when I go when I get into uh. When I get into to voiceover work or phone sex lines, this will be the voice that I use. But we, um, we're trying to just get this shit over. I'm trying to fucking just get through it. Right now, just like I said, seven in the morning. I wish I could just finish this six pack that I got sitting there for the past couple of days. Cause I only drank one day this weekend. And usually I would do the whole weekend, but couldn't even do that. Night cool fucking helped though. That, 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 um, that, that covered it a little bit, but, but no, yeah. Got shit to do. Fatherly duties, responsibilities, yada, 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 blah, 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 whatever. So, yeah. So if, if it seems as though this episode, I'm going to be rushing through things is because I'm trying to preserve whatever voice I have left. So I'm just going to be like, firing through and 
going through the line and shit. But other than that, welcome everybody to another episode of Turbuckle Tablet. I'm your host, Mr. Ear to the Mat, the King of Talk Style, and of course, the Cheap Thrill, Jay the Red Santee. Make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on that like and group page on Facebook. Fuck you, Facebook, because you motherfuckers banned me for unknown reasons for stupid. I'm assuming the reason why I was banned was because of a post that I put up through TikTok on my stories and it flagged it as sexual content, which mind you, I don't ever put anything that's lewd, obscene, uh, lascivious, blue, crude. If you know what that is, as a Carlin bit. Um, I don't, I don't know, put stuff like that up. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I know how to balance the line of that shit, but it's also, it was one where a guy is balancing a, a chick in a bikini, like they were doing like some kind of yoga shit. And he, while she's sitting there, he just like pokes her in like her butt. And then, and then it cuts to somebody laughing. And that was it. And all of a sudden I get flagged for fucking 30 days not to go live or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, what? How? I don't fuck. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, I got this new program to stream live and I can't even fucking test it because I can't even go live. I, you know what? I can. I'm probably most likely going to try it again soon because I could go through my other, um, Facebook page, but it's just such a fucking bitch to go through it. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, make sure you check us out also on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tab as well as on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. And so always check us out on YouTube and on TikTok on Turnbuckle Tabloid. Download the podcast at all the podcast outlets that are available to you. At, they'll be at uh, iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you can find podcasts. So that's where we're available. Turnbuckle Tabloid is there for you. At your convenience. But if not, you could always go to RageWorksNetwork.com. RageWorksNetwork.com has all the has all the podcasts available through the RageWorks family. Uh Black is New Black, Toys and Tags, Trek Untold, much, much more. New podcasts out there as well. So check those out. The new additions to the family out with uh, the Rageworks group at rageworksnetwork.com. And be sure you check us out at rageworks.net for all things connected to the world of pop culture. You know what it is. It's video games, movies, TV shows, comic books, toys. It's all there for you guys. Check out the reviews, previews, everything in the world of the culture that we love. Pop culture, that is. It's it's available at, at your fingertips. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, that is. Speaking of video games, I just was watching the um, the the uh, uh, review. Well, not the review, preview of what's going down with uh, WWE 2K22, uh, the my GM mode. And although it does sound exciting, I'm already not happy with it. It's too limited. And although I may do it as a streaming thing on uh, YouTube or something where against somebody, I talked to JB Lewis about possibly doing it there or maybe against, uh, you know, some other podcast as such, but uh, it's too limited. You're only allowed to have um, three matches per show. Um, uh, one title it's one title uh per show one male one women 
no tag, no make cards. It's limited. It's very limited. And I'm not, not happy about that. So, um, hopefully they, they release a patch for it or, um, they do something because that's not going to work. The only, the, the only thing I will probably be looking forward to doing that, uh, doing that with is like I said, if I do it against another podcast or just to, you know, it'd be a side thing to fuck around with. Other than that, it looks like I'll just be on my universe mode because universe looks like it's going to be fun. It looks like they, they expanded on that a little bit more. Uh, other than that, this, like I said, this has just been a fucking, uh, painful fucking week to deal with shit. But nonetheless, uh, how you guys are doing? <laughs> oh, make sure you check out the guys at, um, quite frankly, a Howard Stern podcast. Uh, I did a commercial for them, uh, on their last episode. Check those guys out. I, I, I appear on their, on their podcast, uh, on their Patreon. So, uh, check those guys out. If you are a stern listener or were a stern listener or you like the, um, the masses who turned away and, um, want to know why individuals turn away, the, the guys in the show, they, they, they dissect it, uh, go down the line. They have their opinions, their thoughts, and they, um, they have some good, they have some good content, funny people, and they, they, uh, Constantly, constantly um, enjoy the feedback from their listeners. So check out the guys that are quite frankly a Howard Stern podcast. Other than that, uh, I'm gonna sip on this ginger ale. Get ready to get in uh, in ripping running form because wrestling rundown is stacked, packed, and ready to go. Uh, we 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 pretty much spoke, spoke heavily on the Cody Rhodes situation. Uh, shout out to my boy JB Lewis from St. Louis for sitting in on that. We had a great conversation there. I have another one coming down the way with another frequent guest on the, on the show uh, for the next episode. We'll be discussing that and much, much more. So uh, if, if you don't hear it on this week's wrestling rundown is because we've talked about it at length. There's not really much I can elaborate on about it uh, anymore, but there's tons more coming down the line. Also, Around the square circle, of course, what we watched, listened to, read, and partook in uh, this week's wrestling. I didn't really get into um, House of Glory this past week. I should. Uh, I think I'll just give you guys a, a quick synopsis of what happened there. And um, also, uh, Elimination Chamber and Saudi Arabia, you guys know, I did not watch that. I don't watch that bullshit, but I had a lot of people who did watch it who, who let me know what it was. I saw the 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 um the news stories and the rundowns and such, so I'll discuss that. And um, I did watch Impact's uh, No Surrender. That I did watch. I have um insight on that. My thoughts on it, as well as what else happened in the wrestling this week. So guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We we'll return. Check you guys in a minute.
Anthony Cole of BCW, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, it's Turnbuckle Tabloid. Impulse buyers, I buy the most stupidest shit sometimes. Don't get me at Amazon or one of those uh, tchotchke kind of stores like um, like D2 or Telco or um, Dollar General, Family Dollar, some shit like that. If they got like some niche kind of shit, I will buy it. They, uh, I, I just bought a, a, it's a mouse pad that is also a, a wireless charger for the phone. And it was like fucking, I don't know, uh, $5 or some shit like that. I I, I tell you, I, I buy silly shit. I'll, I'll just go in there. I'll buy wires that I don't fucking need. Like, I'll just buy it just because they're on sale or they're cheap. Um, Stupid. I, I buy dumb shit. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> it's not anything for, for me to brag about, but... um. Yeah, I'm 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 into the niche. I'm into the the, the goofy shit. I'll I'll look at uh people on uh on 
on like social media. They'll do the like on TikTok or on on Facebook that they'll do uh, Amazon product reviews. And if I think I need it, I'll put it in my cart. There was what did I get? I got uh, recently. I just got um, it's a yeah yeah sliced bread holder. It's a container. It's like the simplest shit to create. And you just stick your bread in there with a lid on it. And poof. There you go. Preserve. Easy. Because I'm the type of guy who loses the ribbon all the time. I, I always lose the, the, the ribbon for the um for the bread. So I, I need I needed some shit like that. I'm I'm very simple. As always, uh, I'm the Norm McDonald of this, this uh, part of the show. And, um, and this is Wrestling Rundown. All right. So... Let's open up the floodgates this week, ladies and gentlemen, with, first off, we got the, uh, I guess we were, uh, many of us have predicted since the announcement was made, Ring of Honor and their Hall of Fame inductees, uh, the next entrant for their induction was announced to be Samoa Joe, which uh, I think was uh, logical and the right choice, uh, Joe with his his years in the business and the company uh, basically was one of the uh, the early um, faces of the company that 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 uh, put him in the forefront to be recognized with his with his uh, great matches. Uh, Joe is definitely def- definitely Hall of Fame worthy, and um, his speech will be another one that'll be great to hear. Very uh, prolific man, very intelligent man, and. Uh, I'm hoping to see Joe tear it up uh, at least one more time somewhere. Congratulations to Joe. He's one of my favorites. Good Lord. 91. That's awesome. Apparently, there's been a new look for Elias. Elias, you know, the one that's MIA from WWE. The one that uh, buried his uh, his his straggler, uh, straggler uh, uh, guitar drifter look apparently for wwe 2k22 there's leaked images of him in trunks and many have said that he looks similar to macho man randy savage uh, i could see that uh, yeah i could see that there is some kind of um excuse me there is some kind of similarities there yeah hmm it didn't look bad though. It, got, it actually looked pretty cool with the with the new gear and shit. So um, maybe that's going to be his look down the line. Who knows? And this is wrestling rundown. I don't know why I pressed that. So um, apparently, Josh Alexander, the former TNA, uh, excuse me, former Impact champion, uh, had announced that he is no longer with the company and has. Mm, no longer a working visa in the United States. Alexander being a Canadian had both of his contracts or visas expire at the same time. How the fuck? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Hopefully we see Alexander real, really soon. It's a great talent. And um, I actually thought it was a work for a beginning, but no, it looks like it's, um, looks like it's right. Yeah. I'm the landlord and rents due, you son of a bitch. Uh Jackson Riker thinks that uh BLM is a terrorist group. 
I'll just leave it at that. I, you know, sometimes I just, I am. I just write shit and forget why I put it there. I thought I had a thought about it, but I really didn't. But I just wanted to throw out that he thinks it's a terrorist group. As opposed to the people who fucking stormed the, the Capitol in the insurrection. Right. I was um concerned about Sonia DeVille going to a country where it's illegal to be gay. Yeah. She was wrestling in Saudi Arabia in a country where it's illegal to be gay. Can we, we're not wrapping our heads around this, right? This is, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Um, 205 Live is no more, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. It's over. We now have NXT level up. Might as well. Uh, I mean, look, there was nobody watching it anyway. Nobody's going to be watching NXT level up either. So because you're not you're really not uh, directing people to watch it. It's it's not as though like you guys are are pushing talent over there. I mean, I mean, what what more can we do? I mean, I I I'm a fan of more wrestling. That's what I want. But at the same time, you're not directing viewers to go over there. It's just a quick mention, and then that's it. You're not, you know, there should be some kind of some kind of carryover to it. Continue a match into it. Um, continue a storyline into it. I don't know. You're just not. You're not making it. You're not making it a a a, a priority for people to watch it. So I don't know. All right, this is Anthony. No, not you. Control Your Narrative is now a promotion. The faction that was put together by EC3 and, and uh, brought in uh, Braun Strowman, Adam Shear, and uh, Karrion Cross <clears throat> is now a wrestling promotion. Seems as though their first uh, event will be coming up uh, early summer. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 going to be very interesting. It's it's good. It's good to see talent start their own, you know, indie promotions. Hopefully they do right by it. EC3 has been, it's been said that he's very wise to the business. So this can be helpful to bring in talent. As you see, uh, Jonathan Grisham has started his, his promotion on his terminus. So maybe, maybe this is, maybe this will be something that, um, that helps to stir up more, more money, more, more eyes and more uh, of a following. In wrestling, so uh, good luck to them. I hope it happens. I am the best in the world at what I do. Carlo Cabrera is gone from WWE after 29 years of work. If you guys don't know who he is, he was one of the Spanish announcers uh, who had stuck around. Damn, 29 years is a long time, man. Shit. Wow. Shit. That means uh, I was... Ooh. 
14 when he started there. Shit. Wow. Um, it was all right. It, it, it's okay that, you know, that he was let go because apparently he's already landed on his feet with triple A. So, uh, he's got, he's got a job. It, it, it happened that fast. He was already, he was already out of show the following fucking couple of days. So he, he's good. He's good to go. So congratulations to him. And, um, I, I, you know, Arriba. I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know. You're a real idiot. You know that? I know. Uh, Devon Dudley is, uh, just recently had, uh, back surgery and that pretty much cements his wrestling career. He was told by doctors that as per this, it is surgery. He cannot wrestle no longer. And I think he's okay with that. <laughs> I think he's pretty much fine with the fact that, um, Wrestling is no longer at his uh his uh his his disposal for work anymore. He's he's good. He's uh, he's an agent. He's doing workings for WWE and such. So he's fine. I mean, although that job is never secure, but he looks like a guy that'll. It looks like a, he looks like a guy that can manage. He's good. So um, unfortunately, one door you know, as they say, one door closes and uh, another door opens. So let us let's see how that turns out. Stupid, 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 stupid. Shane Strickland, as you guys may know, I swerve Scott, um, Shane Thorne, and uh, Gren Metallic appeared on this week's episode of New Japan Strong Style, which is uh, it's actually a pretty good show. You guys check it out. Uh, I've I've watched the um the clips of it. Uh, I'm uh, I, I'm enjoying what's going on with uh, that uh, the, with that promotion bringing it to the states and stuff. So um, you know the, the you know the, the releases of these guys helps to open up the doors for uh, for um, for not only the company but the wrestlers themselves. You get a uh, uh, Metal League, I believe, has wrestled in New, New Japan before, as well as. Thorn. So uh this is this is um this is good. Like I said, just you know, just because we get out of releases doesn't mean that we won't see wrestling. And um I I'll be looking forward. Strickland is also uh going to be a part of other promotions as well. There's also rumors swirling around that he may be getting signed to AEW as well. Yeah, there's a lot of people getting signed to AEW. Hmm. Wonder how they're gonna fill that fucking roster up in that time. Hmm. I wonder how that's gonna go. You know what? You just made the list. Another one. Another one returning to wrestling after a uh, uh, some time off is Kyrie Singh. Kyrie Singh's making her return to stardom. Uh, they made the announcement in a um, press release and also a, a um, media outlet in Japan this past week, and uh, she looks good. She looks good. She looks like she's ripping, raring to go. And, uh, yeah, let's see how it is. Stardom is now, um, on the, uh, um, radar of many individuals now who didn't, uh, know about the old woman's promotion, uh, doing part, uh, of a, um, a wrestling series called The Wrestler on, uh, Viceland. It was, uh, Coincides with like the dark side of wrestling, but it's a, um, it's a wrestling, uh, documentary series. And, uh, uh, this is where, um, 
they showcased a lot of the stars of stardom. And one of them that was that was coming out of there was Tony Storm as well, who they, they showed. So um Kyrie Sane making her return to wrestling at stardom. Do you have to ask permission from your father in law first? Uh, excuse me. Um, seems as though that Saturday night's main event will be making a return. If you guys don't know what Saturday night's main event is, Saturday night's main event is a uh, what was it, a monthly or bi-monthly show that would run during the eighties. Whenever uh, Saturday Night Live was on hiatus, or um, they would uh, run at the same time slot, and WWF would uh, have their uh, their their uh, marquee. Matches. I remember one of the matches that I remember distinctly was um, Paul Orndorff versus Hulk Hogan in a steel cage match. I, I don't know why. I, rem- I remember, I, I think that was a match in which they both supposedly hit the floor at the same time. That for some reason, when I think said that, uh, the the Andre title change with Hogan did not occur on Saturday night's uh, Saturday night's main event. Everybody believes that it did, but it did not. It actually occurred on um, what's called the main event, which was on a Friday. It was a Friday night that that happened. Um, see, I do remember certain shit. My 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 wrestling knowledge comes and goes. It's it's, it's like the you know, it's like the wind and the fart. It comes and goes, uh, but. Looks like WWE is trying to return Saturday Night's main event to the Peacock Network, so that that could be interesting. I'm, I may watch that. Hopefully, it's a um, no. It's gonna be pre-recorded. Yeah, it's it's basically it's either gonna be like their dark show recording, or it's gonna be like recorded after SmackDown or some shit like that. So, yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. You're a real idiot, you know that. I know, I've been told that before. Congratulations to the Gar- uh, the Garganos. The um, Garganos have given birth to their first child, a boy named Quill, and it was cool because uh they posted the picture of Quill and he has all the uh Guardians of the Galaxy shit on him around him with the mixtape and all that. Real cool. These guys are fucking geeks and I love it. I love I love the geekdom. I I I I'm a fan of it. I'm I I'm I'm glad that, that that I am part of that world, but I'm also glad that I'm not having any more kids because I I would probably name like my kid fucking uh, uh, Rocket Raccoon or some shit like that or fucking uh, or Groot or Venom. Oski would name his kid Venom. Oski, or at least that would be the middle name of his kid. It would be like Venom. This is uh, I think I believe uh, Nicholas Cage named his son Kal El. Is it is is your geekdom running that deep? I think it would be pretty cool to name your kids some shit like that. <laughs> feel like I'm watching one of my movies because this whole damn thing sucks. Um, just to click back up, Undertaker will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to him. He finally caved in and said, fuck it. Yeah, it, uh, he's he said for the longest that he was not a um, a fan of the whole hall of fame inductee induction and all that stuff it wasn't for him and it was basically him uh coming in terms with the fact that his career is over but i guess we can honestly say like yeah it's over johnny but it's 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 perfect because it's in texas it's you know basically his his home state and um what a way to to 
to bring in the 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 new year, not the new year, um, the, the 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 return of the Hall of Fame properly, because you know last year they didn't have um, much fans, so it's a this will be a um, a night of of celebration, and also you know with that being said, another Texan might be showing up at a WrestleMania weekend as well. It would be um, Stone Cold. Is there a possibility that Stone Cold returns with a match with Kevin Owens? Hmm. Let's see. Um, I'm with the nostalgia. I'm okay with the fact that he doesn't return ever. I'm fine with that. He's 57 years old. But also, when you get when you get it lined up with a person like Kevin Owens, Owens will take care of him. Owens uh, wouldn't mind to do the job and have his boots uh, flat to the mat to take the loss. And um, it goes to show you that, you know, if Stone Cold does come back, he, he he picked the right guy to go into the ring with. That's who he wants to. Speaking of rings, it seems as though that uh, at 57, he looks like he's in great shape. And uh, story tells that he has a wrestling ring in his his uh, his his acres of land out there in Texas. So looks as though that he's been a ripping and raring to go for the longest. So we uh, we. We might see a return to Stone Cold. Excuse me as I take my um my sip of ginger ale because this is where um what this is a segment of the show uh where the Jeopardy answer would be what will once again Jay get pissed off at for f- five thousand, Alex. So Seems as though that the Observer and the fucking Meltzer fan base are sucking dick again. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, sir. Seems as though the Wrestling Observer Awards have come out. And wow, who would have thunk that, of course, it would have been a all elite run through of the awards. Quickly before I go through this, I just have to say People automatically assume just because something is, and like I said, it's you know just because they're three years in, they're still new. Just because it's new doesn't mean it's it doesn't mean it's great. Fine, they've had their moments. They they really have. But this is just a a lambasting of ass kissing. And once again, he'll say, well, you know, the the readers are the ones who vote. Well, the readers are your people who you tell your people what and who they think should be is good. It's not. It's not a, 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 a partisan fucking, uh, a, I mean, it's a partisan, it's a partisan fucking vote. It's not a bipartisan or open, uh, open opinionated vote. No, you tell your listeners, you tell your viewers, you tell your readers who they should like. And like zombies, like those who are under some cult-like uh, trance, they listen to you. Duh. So of course, this is going to be their 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 votes. So, uh, wrestler of the year, Kenny Omega. Wow. Okay. Tag team of the year, the Young Bucks. Really? Okay. Uh, woman MVP of the year, Utami Hayabushida. That's someone from Stardom. You guys all. Know. Uh, most outstanding wrestler of the year, Shingo Takagi. I was shocked that you even gave that to him. I was I was I was I was amazed that you did that. Most charismatic wrestler of the year, CM Punk. Yeah, that's without a doubt. Although Roman could have won that as well. 
Match of the year, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks Steel Cage match for the AEW Tag Team titles in All Out. Really? Really? Over MJF and Darby Allen? Really? Ugh. You won't give it, you won't give it to MJF because you won't fucking stop sucking Young Bucks balls. Worst match of the year, the Miz versus Damian Priest in the zombie lumberjack match. I can agree. Man, I can take that one. Feud of the year, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. No. No. I know you guys are saying oh, it was long storytelling. Kind of was, kind of was boring, especially when Hangman went away for a couple of. It was boring after a while. Worst feud of the year: Randy Orton versus The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I could see that. I thought that didn't make any sense. Most underrated wrestler of the year: Ricochet. He could win it every year. Every year he could win. Most overrated wrestler of the year: Evil. Okay, I like him, but I can I can see I can see that. Most improved wrestler of the year: Ty Conti. Eh, okay. Rookie of the year, Jake Cargill. Go fuck yourself. Go go fuck yourself. Really. Technical wrestler of the year, Brian Danielson. That's automatic. Although, you could probably say Pete Dunne as well. You're not going to give it to him. High fly of the year, Ray Phoenix. Okay. Mm, okay. Brawl of the year, John Moxley. I can't even believe that's a category. Brawler of the year. Really? Move of the year, Hangman Page, Buckshot Lariat. Stop it. Stop it. You could have said like switch the switch J J White switchblade or um or uh, um shit. I, I, there's tons of them out there. Um, I mean, um, Kenta's a fucking uh, uh, CM Punk's go to sleep. I, there's a bunch of shit you could you buckshot lariat. Really? I'm surprised he didn't say the V trigger or fucking uh, uh the melter the melter fucking driver or whatever. Best weekly show dynamite. That's 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 without that's without saying. Because, you know, although you could have put fucking SmackDown out there to compete. Worst show, of course, Raw. Show of the year, AEW All Out. Worst show, WWE Survivor Series. Was it really that bad? Probably was, yeah. Promotion of the year, AEW. Meet Swallow, Meet Swallow. Worst promotion of the year, WWE. All right. Gimmick of the year, Roman Reigns. All right. Um, why? What? What's the difference between gimmick and outstanding? I, I, I don't know. Worst gimmick of the year, Alexa Bliss. Best interview, MJF. Best interview? Like, is it mean, does it mean, like, you're having an interview with him or as a promo? What are you talking about? Best announcer of the year, Excalibur. Fuck you, Pat McAfee, which is the one that shit. Kiss my ass. Worst announcer, Corey Graves. Why does everybody bash Corey? I don't get that. Best non-wrestler of the year, Paul Heyman. Kudos. Booker of the year, Tony Khan. Wow. Balls deep is this man. Balls fucking deep. Promoter of the year, Tony Khan. Balls fucking deep. Balls deep. Say what you want about fucking um about Vince, but <laughs> promoter. He's seen a uh, 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 another fucking revenue year even through a pandemic. Why we don't see the financials of 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 AEW? I'm sorry because they're not publicly traded. But why don't you show your your papers? Let's see. Let's see your financials. Let's see what you got over there. Most promotional dis- uh, tactic of the year, WWE firing talents due to a pandemic while setting a profit records. Why would that be a prom- uh, promotional tactic? Promotional tactic would be to say that they did something just to get some notoriety. That's not a promotional tactic. Or promotional tactic meaning that, okay, I, okay, I, 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 I kind of understand where you're coming from now. Where you're saying, that, I, I think this is just a made-up fucking... Uh, a made up uh, 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 award just so you could expose WWE. I get, I get the, the premise now, but 
that that day, I, 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 to be honest, with you, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Book of the Year, John Moxley. I mean, who else wrote a fucking book? I mean, honestly, who else? Wrote, Jericho wrote a book. Why didn't you put his book on there? Best documentary of the year, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, of course, that goes hands down. But honestly, that's just that's just beef blowing on on, on such high levels. God, why? Ugh, ugh. Excuse me while I sip on more ginger ale because I gotta get the fucking the taste of Meltzer out my mouth. Fucking what an asshole! You gonna sit there and 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 not and then and then disguise the fact that what you're doing is oh no, it's just not it's not because of uh, of uh, 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 what they are or who they are. It's because it's actually true. No, this is why you keep fucking losing people left and right, Uncle Dave. Fuck you, fucking asshole. Never liked that fucker. Never. I've 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 seen through his bullshit for the longest time. And wrestling fans be like, "Why you don't like Meltzer?" I said, "He's a fucking ass kisser." He must. I, I tell you, he he must have been burnt so bad by Vince some time back that he he never was able to recover. He's such a fucking ass kisser. Now that AEW is 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 here, now he definitely can to circle the wagons behind him. You need to watch this program, this product. Oh, fuck. Guys, when we come back, we have Around the Square Circle and much, much more. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Check you guys in a second. Bring the in-ring action home to your tabletop with the number one wrestling card game in the world, Super Show the Game. And live all your wildest wrestling fantasies without ever taking a chair shot. Available on supershowthegame.com. Order today. And join a spectacle so grand, it can only be called The Super Show. This is James Madden. You're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Square Circle, ladies and gentlemen. Forgot to tell you guys what happened at uh, House of Glory last week. This is this is bad karma for me because, of course, I took the booster last week and I used that as an excuse to to go and do um, stupid shit, like go to House of Glory and stay home for the Super Bowl. And um, I uh, um, this is why I'm fucking still running with this chest cold. People are telling me put Vicks on it, put Vicks on it. I fucking I, I hate Vicks. I hate the smell. I hate feel. I don't like. I have like weird quirks. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll share one of them. I don't like greasy stuff. I don't like touching greasy things. It it I like I it just I, I hate having to clean it off, wash it off, wipe it off. Oh, I hate that shit. Like I have to put gloves on when I cook because I don't like touching slimy shit. Uh, the other thing is it's a weird quirk that. I guess I'm going to share now as I don't like cotton balls, you know, like cotton balls, makeup people, women use it like to take nail polish, I guess, or whatever, whatever, whatever usages for cotton balls, you know, when kids will make um, arts and crafts with them. I can't touch them. I I can't, I can never take cotton out of the, uh, out of the aspirin bottles, I always have somebody else do it. I, I oh, it just feels I oh, I hate the feeling of it. It's gross. I know it's fucking weird, and it's funny because I found that uh, 
Ellen Ellen DeGeneres suffers from the same thing that she finds it weird. Like I can't see or feel like squeezing the cotton ball between your fingers and rubbing. Oh, that's feel. Oh, it's gross. Um, yeah, I have fucking weird quirks. So, uh, this is my, uh, this is, this is my, my curse. Yeah. Put Vicks on it. I'm not going to do that. I'll get through this. Like I said, mind you, I usually don't take medications or whatever for, for ailments, but this shit's been bothering me so much. I'm, I'm on fucking Mucinex and, uh, and NyQuil. It's just jacking me up. So, um, how's it going this past week? Um, it was okay. It was it was um it was matches that I've seen before. Uh, the main event was Loki versus Jay Jay Lethal. It was supposed to be Alex Shelley, but apparently Loki uh, fights everybody, and I've seen it numerous times. But at House of Glory, whoever is billed as the main event, we never get. It's always card substance to change last minute. So we got um. Jay Lethal versus Loki, which wasn't a bad match. It was it was cool. Um Jay remembered me as well. And uh had a small conversation with Loki afterwards. Um I was mad because I wanted to get him on the podcast, but he's talking about they they're gonna do their own shit. Which will be interesting. I would listen to that because he doesn't look like he would say much, but the fucker can go long time and be very prolific. I laugh because one of the guys was like, um, "You're the only person I've ever seen have Loki put a smile on his face." Like he he laughed, and I go, "Yeah, I got that. I, I got that personality." You know, when you got two bald headed, goofy looking motherfuckers standing next to each other, then yeah, they, we we have to have some kind of sense of humor. We also saw um, um, Ken Broadway versus J J White, which is a, a rematch from four years ago. We had a private party versus uh, Willie Mack and Rich Swan. I basically walked away from that shit. Uh, I, uh, f- fuck private party. I have no support there. Um, we also had also Monte Montequilla wins his third in a row of uh, the six way opening match uh, with his third win that equates him to getting a large order of mozzarella sticks with his Domino's pizza pie order. I don't know what the fuck that means. He just gets another thing. Other than that, um, like I said, night was night was cool. Nothing crazy. Amazing happened. Amazing, right? Pun intended. Uh, but with that, they are looking to promote their Next show, which is, I believe, March 11th, if I'm not mistaken, it'll be on a Friday and appearing will be the Lucha Bros versus the Briscoes. I'm there for that, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be in the building for that. Uh, other than that, Jim Cornette, he discusses how Vince evaluates talent. Uh, 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff. Uh, the Rick Rude and Rick Flair had beef. Seems though that one guy didn't want to do the job for the other. Wrestling Bios had uh, the Black Scorpion versus Sting. If you guys didn't know that what that storyline was about, check it out. Check those guys out on YouTube, as well as their review of Day of Reckoning 2 on GameCube and another installment of WCW Blunders. Actually, pretty funny. Uh, MLW this week, we had uh, ACH versus Stevie Richards. And... Um, 
more return action with Jacob Fatu. What's going down between Hammerstone and Rich Holiday? And um, we didn't get to see the Von Erichs versus fifty one fifty. I wonder what's going on there. They there was talks that they weren't cleared. The Von Erichs weren't cleared health wise. Excuse me. And um, I'm I'm thinking that possibly now I could get this conversation with Julia Smokes uh, soon. So, um, yeah, that pretty much wraps that up on that end of what we watch and uh, what we listen to this week. I already discussed what my thoughts about uh, what my thoughts are going to be for the uh, WC on uh, WCW WWE 2K22. Uh, Kenny just recently released a statement saying that it's going to be tough to compete with 2K22 with their AEW game, but he did say that it will be a cross-platform game, so that's a, that's a bonus for for anybody who has different um, different consoles. So we'll check that out. So let's kick it off with leading into Raw. Opening up Raw, we had Bobby Lashley and MVP in the ring um, saying that uh, he destroyed everyone in the Elimination Chamber in the past. MVP said he did the math and there's a 100% chance that Lashley will walk out the champion. Seth Rollins, Riddle, you know, they did the whole spiel where everybody came out claiming that they're going to win the, the, the title. Then we get Brock Lesnar who comes in. Uh, Cowboy Brock comes in. And this when everybody, you know, did their whole uh, going at each other. Austin went to attack Brock, and he got F5, and then a uh, selfie was taken. Next, we get uh, the Street Profits defeat Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Um, Tommaso Ciampa was ringside watching his match on commentary. Dolph threatened to hit him with a with a super kick. This is when Champa took a um took a drink and threw it in Dolph's face. Damian Priest defeats AJ Styles in the for the United States Championship, which is really a good match though. That's um I like the run that, that Damian's having right now, but I'm hoping that later on down the line we see um, AJ in some kind of important build up to WrestleMania. Alexa Bliss was back in therapy. The therapist gave Alexa a gift, and it was a destroyed lily, and said it, it was uh, time for be for her to be at peace. Almost defeat Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin in a one-on-two handicap match. Then we get a contract signing between Becky and uh, and Lita. We get a woman's gauntlet match to decide who will be the last to enter in the woman elimination elimination chamber match. Rhea went through Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan. Do drop. Apparently, she spent 44 minutes in the ring knocking shit down. Finally, Bianca Belair defeats Rhea for the win, and she'll be the last to enter the elimination chamber. 
Reggie then mentions that he wants to take his relationship higher with Dana Brooke, but she says she wants to be friends. And this is when he rolled her up for the pin, and he's now the new 24-7 champ. Alpha Academy defeats the Mysterios. The Miz attacked Dominic and Ray after the match. Uh, Alexa Bliss was cured of her by her therapist, and then uh, she declared herself eligible for the Women's Elimination Chamber match. They should have just made that a surprise. They shouldn't have just said that. They should have left it open. Seth defeats Randy Orton after a distraction from Alpha Academy, and that wraps up Raw. That was your lead-up to Elimination Chamber. Uh, this goes into AEW Dynamite. CM Punk opens the show. Talking about um, what kind of match he wants to have, which pretty much leads to um, a match we've seen before with Brody Lee and, and Cody, which was one hell of a match. So why not? Let's not. Why, why not run it back? We'll get a dog collar match with MJF and CM Punk. Uh, this will be for at um, AEW Revolution. After that, we get Brian Danielson. Defeating Lee Moriarty in a in a in a good match. It was really good, but like I said, this is one of those matches. It was like it's a, just a checklist match for for Brian Danielson, just to say he wanted to have this match and he did. It really didn't make any sense, but okay. After the match, uh, Brian said he gave uh, an offer to Moxley to create a faction together. Moxley came to the ring. And um, he talked about how he never Moxie talked about how he never was able to slay the dragon, the American dragon. So he says before that he could before he could um, before he could uh, break bread or walk side by side with said man, he has to go face to face with man. And before they could do that, they have to uh, shed blood with each other. So um, we'll be seeing that match coming up soon. Warlow defeats Matt Caster in a qualifying match for the uh, Face of the Revolution ladder match. We get a a John Keese um, appearance on AEW Dynamite in which he walked on during uh, Britt Baker's segment in the back. And um, this makes sense how? We're just fucking doing drop-ins, I guess. Uh... And basically, you just dropped a mention that if Mercedes doesn't do her job against Thunder Rosa, the uh, mercies for the weak, you have to get rid of them. Sweep the leg. AEW champion Hangman comes out and Adam Cole comes with a face-to-face. They have a they have a discussion showing each other respect. Well, not really showing dates, showing each other. Cole um, just basically says that he's just another Adam. And although they were, they were brothers in Bullet Club, yada, 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 as Cole walks out, he is, uh, Anna Page is then attacked by Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Dark Order chased them out. And this is when uh, Ten takes out the security guards at the same time to get to O'Reilly and Fish. Keith, said he's the fir- Keith Lee said he's the first, best, and will be the, the new face of revolution. And he'll make a statement and will be the next TNT champion. Okay. Santana Ortiz defeats Jericho and Jake Hager in a meh, match. Mm. 
Listen, Santana Ortiz is stars. Like, I mean, I mentioned, I mentioned that I, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if they left AEW. I think that there, there's opportunity there for them to spread their wings elsewhere. I think that the AEW roster is being padded by tag teams right now. And if they left, they wouldn't be missed. I, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they landed in WWE. How about that? Let us see. Jurassic Express will defend the AEW tag titles in a triple threat match in Revolution. The Young Bucks and Red Dragon argue who will be the team to qualify for that. And you'll find out in next week's Tag Team Battle Royal. Thunder Rosa defeats Mercedes Martinez in a no no DQ match. Great match, by the way. It was a really, really solid match by the by the two women. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter with Rebel attack them both. The House of Black is getting a new member. Buddy Murphy. Oh, excuse me. Buddy Matthews. This is my, this is my guess. Uh, and uh, finally, we get Sammy Guevara defeating Darby Allen in a really good match. That um that buckle spot was really tough to 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 see. Darby Darby just fucking kills it out there. Um, apparently, Sammy Guevara suffered a uh, a scratch. Uh, what was it? Um, what is it? Scratch cornea. Finally, he was able. He said this past week on Twitter that he was able to open his eye again. But uh, Sammy's able to pull off the win here. Really good match, like I said. Whenever you see these two guys going at it back and forth, you you expect solid work. So I'm not surprised what we saw here. So this leads up to a Friday night SmackDown. Oh, this is just fruity. Love it. This is pre-recorded from last week, so this this could be quick. Uh, Universal Champ Roman Reigns comes out, so and Goldberg face to face with a full fledged uh, entrance from the segment. Both men talk trash, blah blah blah, whatever. You get Ricochet who defeats Sheamus after the match. Sheamus seemed to have not been pleased with uh, with with Rich Holland, and um, I don't know. Is there tension building up there? Sami Zayn defeats Shinsuke Nakamura to win the Intercontinental Championship, which was which is good. It's a good transitional look. That's 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 uh that's the incentive that gave Sami for for him to stay with WWE. But also, it's it's about time we need to see Nakamura do a little bit more, do a little do a little bit um, something else. I know it's probably going to stretch another month or two for the IC title, but. Um, we need to see Nakamura involved in a little bit more. Uh, Ivar defeats Jimmy Uso. We get uh, Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss promo. I don't know why. I I, I really don't know why. This, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Happy Corbin. Then we get the contract signing with... Uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Charlotte Flair. And um, this is the spot in which everybody saw on social media that they messed up the first time and that they had to re-record it afterwards because they botched it. So um, yeah, this is when uh, Charlotte basically rammed her own head into the table, but they re-recorded and reshot it. So it looks better. I'm still saying how the hell this fucking um, does... Um, Sonia go to a country to wrestle, which it's illegal to be gay. How did that happen? That'll close up uh, SmackDown, like I said, pretty quick. And uh, 
This will go to AEW Rampage. Beautiful music. Shit. Anoko and Dark Order kick off the show. Dark Order 10. 10 got really, it looks really swole. I know that a lot of people were giving shit back and forth about, um, about Adam Cole's physique, but oof. Nothing was more prevalent when you see him in, in with these two in the match. It was good to see um, 10 showcase today uh, on the show. He looked really good. And um, some good spots, especially when they were working the the knee of of uh, ten. Uh, Adam Cole gets the win here. We get another match for the face of the Revolution ladder match. Powerhouse Hobbs defeats Dante Martin. Finally, they did something right. I would have thought that Dante was gonna win again, just so they could have a high flyer in the match. But apparently, no. They they did the they made the right call and put how Powerhouse Hobbs in it. So it looks like we're gonna have. The three big men in there so far, we have Hobbs, we have um, Wardlow, and we have uh, Keith Lee in there so far. Somebody's going to be used as a javelin. They're going to they, they gotta, they're gonna put somebody in that match that's going to be tossed around because that's going to be the next, that's going to be the contest. Who gets, who's going to be able to throw around the next person? In the backstage interview, Tony Schiavone interviews uh, Jade Cargill and asks, uh, who's next for her, Matt Hardy? Yeah, she did the whole Goldberg shit. I just want to know who's next. Uh, oof, oof. Matt Hardy comes in and says the Bunny will be the next one for a title match. So it'll be uh, Cargill and Bunny for a TBS title, which will take place next week. Serena Deeb defeats uh, Angelica uh, Risk in a five-minute rookie challenge. And then we finally get Jay White closing it out against Trent Beretta in a really, really good match. If uh, it was funny because this whole forbidden door shit is happening, and like I said, like I always like I've been saying, Jay White's been here in Impact for the longest. What forbidden door did he pass through? But you get a match with him and Trent. But apparently, for you to come into the company, you have to face fucking Orange Cassidy and his crew. How? Why? Yeah, that'll close out a uh, rampage, and which will lead us into the elimination chamber. Which I said didn't watch it, but uh, I could give you the rundown for it. So elimination chamber, we get uh, Rey Mysterio defeating um, the Miz at the kickoff. Next up, we have for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns chokes out Goldberg. Yeah, choked him out with the guillotine. Man, that's the way to go out. Next elimination chamber match, we had the for the uh, women's number one contender match. Bianca defeats all of them. Uh, Ronda Rousey with one arm tied behind her back. Bless you. So Ronda had one arm tied behind her back. Uh, and Naomi defeats Sonya Deville and, and uh, Charlotte Flair. Ronda made Sonya to uh, basically, yeah, she tapped out. Falls Count Anywhere match, Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss. Madcap took a nasty bump 
uh, during the match, he landed on his head, which, by the way, was, you know, people were pointing a finger at, at McIntyre, and I'm like, no, um, Madcap took that bump wrong. That's supposed to be a flat front bump. You're supposed to take that to your chest area, and he turned over. He shouldn't have turned, he shouldn't have been turning over. That was his fault. Um, McIntyre gets the win there. Becky Lynch and Lita uh, have a match for the, the Royal Women's Championship in which Becky Lynch won, which, by the way, I heard was a very, very good showing by Lita. It's a sad, sad day to say that this might be her last match in WWE because who knows? She'll go somewhere else. But um said that she had a great showing. Uh, the Usos versus the Viking Raiders did not take place because the Usos attacked the opponents before the match, which meant that you guys flew all the way to Saudi Arabia for nothing. And then finally, we have Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship. Um, Bobby Lashley did not compete because uh, due to a power bomb in which Seth Rollins uh, initiated, looked as though that um, Bobby got screwed here. But in all reality, looks as though Bobby's going to be out for a couple of months due to a shoulder injury, which I had mentioned earlier that um he had been taking the um the suplexes from Brock awkwardly um during Royal Rumble so I figured that something was wrong before and it looks like my my you know my my thoughts were correct yeah so he's gonna be out for a few months due to that injury Brock gets the win after F5ing Austin Theory from the top of the um, quads, one of the pods. They also said that that um, that Brock came out a little bit early because he was just tired of standing there waiting. So he said, "Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> I, I I can understand that. He he's allowed to get away with that shit. Nobody else can. And that'll wrap that up, and we'll close it out with impacts, no surrender. <laughs> Opening the card, we had X Division Championship, uh, Trey Miguel getting the win over John Schuyler in the pre-show. We also had Havoc defeating uh, uh, Tennille Dashwood. And to kick off the show, we get the Impact X Division number one contendership match between Jake something, Austin, um, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Mike Bailey in a fatal four-way match in which Jake something gets the win here. Fun match. A typical X-Division type match, except that Jake something was in it this time around. It was fun, entertaining. There was a lot of spots. Uh, of course, that they're always going to put in their innovative uh, looks. Uh, if you guys, if guys check it out, if you, if you can, it was actually a fun match to watch. Then we get, um, uh, Jonah versus Black. I I thought it was Black Taurus. I didn't know it was uh Torarus Torreris Torius Black. Okay, it's pronounced something else. Battle of the big men. One thing I can say about this match is Black Taurus Torarius 
Taris. It's cool to see that he's agile and he can move the way he did, but I'm still not. Uh, I'm still not comfortable with the fact of him doing that. I, I think it should just be strong moves, strong style with these two. There was a spot during the match where Jonah presses Black Tyrannosaurus and throws him out of the ring. I thought was a a, a, a great, great look. Show uh, immense power. Uh, Jonah being an impact works perfectly for him. I I I, I I'm happy that he found um, a, a place. Where he can, he's comfortable to show off and showcase his skills after being released by WWE from NXT, so that's a it's it's a good look for him there. Jay White and Eric Young square up. Classic veteran versus uh, well, Jay Jay's not a newbie, but he's been around for a few years. But uh, having EY go up against him showcases uh, a really really competitive match. EY looked very very um, strong here. Uh, Jay White pulls out the window. Uh, it, it was uh, it's one of, another one of those marquee matches to watch. Diana Perrazzo defeats Miranda Alize to retain the ROH Women's Championship match. Uh, this was kind of quick. This one went, went pretty brisk, quickly. Uh, can't really comment on it because it went pretty fast. But Diana looks good as always. Matt Cardona. Um, defeats Jordan Grace via DQ because uh, Jordan couldn't keep it together. And and, um, Grace started hitting... uh, Grace hit him with a low blow and then started hitting him with a chair afterwards. I can't say... For the longest, I've been saying that you look at Jordan Grace on her her social media where she's toned up and she's really... uh, Drop the 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 weight down, and you can see on her social media that what what what's the weight that she's carrying now, what how she's looking. But anytime that you would see her in her gear, she still looked like she was heavy. But now, you know, after seeing her at House of Glory in January, seeing her in the pay per view, you can now see a bigger change in her look. Which is um, I mean, I I didn't I didn't mind it either way, so it didn't bother me anyway. And then we get the match that everyone's talking about, the Good Brothers defeating uh, Gorillas of Destiny after Jay White turns on G.O.D. Uh, there's talk that there's a possible uh, infuction, uh, in, um, interfaction war, and will this be a crossover event to where the Bullet Club will now be cross-promotional? And I said this is not the first time because we've seen it before in um, ROH. Yeah. And honestly, um, this is just a reach. I think that Bullet Club is, is irrelevant. They're trying to find some relevancy. Uh, they're, they're, they, they do have a fan base, but it's not as strong as it was some time back. Once you lost key figures in it, it just, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's, it's just for, it's just for that group, that fan base does it too. Because anybody else really is not going to give a shit. They really not going to care. Mickey James and Tasha Steele, um, 
battle for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Very good match. Tasha Steele has come a long way from her early starts, uh, especially when I saw her in the Indies. She's come a long way. I know that. Um, I know that uh, JB Lewis is a big fan of her, but uh, I, I I have to say that she has progressed more and more during her her time in Impact. Mickey James gets the win here, retains. And finally, we get Moose defeating W. Morrissey for the Impact World Championship. Another good match. It was good to see that more uh, Morrissey is still within the company and still a fixture there. There was talks that probably he was going to leave, but so far, um, him staying there is a good look for him. And I'm hoping, and I'm hoping that, you know, although he he got he got the 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 loss here, that he will find championship goal there soon. So um, yeah, that'll close up not only our review of No Surrender but also around the square circle and the show. Make sure you check us out on all the podcasting outlets. Check us out on all the social media outlets for Turnbuckle Tabloid, and always check out RageWorksNetwork.com and RageWorks.net. I gotta put this. I gotta put this voice to bed. It's um, it's starting to creep up on me now after all this chitter chattering. Uh, just just quickly before I let you guys go, as always, I I, uh, I gotta give you guys my last words. Um, I was thinking about how I, I I'm looking at other wrestling podcasts and I looked down at myself and I said, what "The fuck? How are you getting certain individuals on your show? Why are you getting certain individuals on the show?" I start questioning myself again because I start going, "What the fuck am I doing?" Why, why, why is this happening? How is this occurring? But in a brief instance, I start to think and I realize, I go, I forget. I don't put in that much work because I have other shit to do in my life. I have other responsibilities. I have other parts of my life that are more important to me than the show. I love the show. I, 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 I. I enjoy putting on the mic every week and talking to you guys and you, you guys listen. It's, it's a great opportunity. But, you know, once the mic's cut off, I have other things to do that are important to me that I have to get done and I enjoy as well. So in that brief seconds, I think about, uh, yeah, I don't I don't have to go too hard in the paint. What I do get for the show is I'm grateful for and is great for the show. It's great. Um um, material and content for the show. I don't have the opportunity to network and, and plug in and do everything I have to do. But when I do have the opportunities, I make the best of it. Uh, sometimes you have to do a self-reflection. And instead of wondering why somebody else is doing something, you wonder about what you should be worrying about what you're doing. So for my words of this week's episode is don't worry about somebody else's lawn, maintain your own lawn and make sure that you, you you're upkeeping on yours. Guys, I'm out of here. Like I said, I'm going to rest this, this throat. I'm um, uh, getting horsey again. And um, as always, take a bump, guys. I'm out. Check you guys later. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one.
tabloid.